The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. You guys sports David the Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Thursday, October 28th. Halloween is around the corner. But before we get to Sunday's spooky slate of games, we've got to dive in on Thursday Night Football, which is probably the best game of the week in looking at this slate. We're going to do it, talk about it from a gambling perspective, a prop bet perspective, and a DFS perspective as well. If you want, if you're dying to hear the DFS content, you will need to go to youtube.com slash pick six and join. Well, you don't have to, you can go watch it. You have to subscribe, but we'd love for you to subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube right now, please hit the like button and comment with your favorite Thursday night football bet. Turn on your alerts, activate all YouTube mechanisms, whatever you can do to help us uh, will help us out greatly. Joining me to break down the game as he does twice a week which obviously was something mandated by the bosses and, and the big corporate big wigs. Uh, Tyler Salvin, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Well, you know you just wanted to have me on a couple of weeks. That's what it was. Come on now. The big corporate no, big no, wigs. No, no, no. I'm saying, no, 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 no. I'm saying that it was our idea to have you on, and then the corporate big wigs were like, Sully, we know you don't want to podcast with Princeton twice a week, <laughs> but you're doing it anyway. You don't have a choice. Uh, you can check out, by the way, Sully writes a gambling preview for every – it is really it, it works well and uh, it's fun to talk to you too yeah, uh sure. but monday 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 and thursday on the site cbssports.com uh, uh gambling preview available there as well we mentioned the youtube thing i don't know if people have picked up on this but we're pushing youtube pretty hard so if you like this podcast and you listen to this podcast regularly if you, even if you kind of like the podcast go subscribe on youtube and hit the turn on your alerts we are live, by the way, if you, uh, if you if you don't live in the Eastern time zone. You can come if you're in the Eastern time zone, but it's a little bit later. We are live on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday nights, including after this Thursday night football game, myself, John Breach, and Ryan Wilson. And Thursdays at 1 p.m., our pick shows. Today at 1 p.m., um, me, Pete Prisco, and uh, R.J. White will make the picks live at 1, and then that show will be in the audio feed on Friday. Also, Live on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. on YouTube, a mock draft show with uh, hosted by Ryan Wilson, I believe, is what uh, and, uh, Josh Edwards and Chris Trapasso join him as well. So, lots of YouTube information. Help Who us. Who doesn't out. love a little draft talk, though? I mean, come on, oh, now. Yeah, that's, sure. that's the best. I well, mean, did you hear? Speaking of draft YouTube talk, 
Um, did you hear about the guy? I don't know if this filtered its way. Um, so in somebody, I think Eric K brought it up, but uh, there's a guy named uh, Real Broshmo. You ever heard okay. of this guy? No. Uh, he's a YouTuber who makes fun of mock drafts. He reads other people's mock drafts and 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 breaks them down pick by pick and 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 mocks the mock. And he did he's a 32 minute video where he's ripping apart Wilson's mock draft. If you want to go check that out. Um so uh it's pretty cool. Broshmo. It's awesome. He looks a little bit like Matt Patricia. So it's kind of funny to see Wilson dunked on by another bearded podcast host. Um anyway, Packers at Cardinals. Cardinals are minus six and a half. The over under is 50 and a half in, uh, in this one, Sully. And, of course, notable, I believe it was reported by Steve Weiss of NFL Network on Wednesday that Devontae Adams is not going to travel to this game. He will not go to Arizona, which means he's not going to play. He would be eligible to play if he could pa- pass two COVID tests within 24 hours of, of each other. So I'm a little surprised that they're just – I guess he must not have passed one on Wednesday. Yeah, my question would be is you know, does he have to travel separately anyways? Like would that be yeah. you know, would that have to be something where it's just like, all right, well, we're gonna leave without you anyways because you you have COVID, so you're gonna go on a separate plane. I know the Patriots did that a lot last year where they had a lot of different yeah, players going on different planes and stuff. So I don't yeah. know if that's part of their precautionary system. Yeah, uh pro- yeah, I would think so. I mean, I I mean now if he passed the two tests, he could travel with the team. But, yep. you know, because if it was a Sunday game, I think he'd probably be able to play. I mean, that's a sort of wild Right. Well, that's question. the biggest thing with this. It just so happens to be a Thursday night game. If we're, we're, we're talking about this being on, you know, Sunday night football or, you know, primetime game, you know, something like that. One well, o'clock on Sunday, he's probably fine. Exactly. He, yeah. he should be good to go. But ultimately, doesn't look like it for this one. Yeah, it's not looking good that he's going to travel with the team. I, you know, in theory, I mean, it, it, I mean, the issue is that, like, you could, if he, you know, if he passed a test at uh four o'clock on we talked about this previously you know with uh yeah. who was it was it somebody else uh, i, I forget who it was somebody yeah. else for a thursday night game i think where they were like we're like well if they pass the test on wednesday they pass the test on thursday they might be oh was this dallas goddard i think it was goddard that's right yeah or, or it was Ertz. oh no it was goddard you're right it goddard, was goddard because goddard. goddard ended up not playing in Ertz. So that, that was Ertz's final game with the eagles he was traded yeah. the next morning on friday yeah good call good call to the cardinals zach Ertz in this game above there all we go Woo, full circle um al lazard unvaccinated and yeah. will not be traveling will not he is not eligible to play in this game he will he will miss the game because you have to minimum five days if you're unvaccinated and that sort of shows you the difference too on the vax versus non-vax why we we harped on it throughout the course of the lead up to the, the throughout the course of the preseason is that again like you know if this were the ravens and it were lamar jackson you know hypothetically you know he would just wouldn't be able to play on thursday and that would be a blow for the Ravens. that's just the whole point of it um Mark Marcus Valdez Scantling might actually come back for this game. He's on IR. It, it's one of those where we probably won't know until uh, Thursday evening if he is indeed going to play. They have to activate him, of course, um, and then and then actually play him. Two other injuries of note for the Cardinals: DeAndre Hopkins dealing with a hamstring injury, did not practice Monday or Tuesday. Uh, we record this show on Wednesday afternoons. We, uh, as of last check, we don't have the Wednesday injury reports for these two teams who. Uh, to do not operate in the Eastern time zone. And JJ Watt was also did not, pra- he did not practice on Monday or Tuesday with a shoulder injury as well. Cardinals injury report is actually a little bit longer. Like Kyler Murray's on there with the right finger injury, but he was limited Monday, full practice Tuesday. So that, that shouldn't be a concern. Um, Isaiah Simmons, a few other guys were limited practice, but it looks like more or less, they're going to be pretty healthy out there. I would guess that Hopkins and, and Watt play in this game. 
Yeah, to me that screams veteran day off. You know, just taking yeah. it slow on a short week. You know, you know what you're supposed to do. You know, that, or it's that... Like they had the, they had this injury, and like we don't care if they practice. They don't. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. And they're so talented that it doesn't really you know impact in terms of us talking props with Hopkins. Doesn't really change the conversation all too much either. Yeah, I don't. Not no, I don't think so at all. Um, looks like. Uh, Dennis Kelly is the only DNP for the Packers on both Monday or Tuesday. Everybody else, so I mean, relatively healthy game outside of those COVID issues, and then you know, just keep we'll keep an eye on those stars. Look, if DeAndre Hopkins isn't practicing, if he if he's a DNP on Wednesday, um, don't bet his overs, you know. Uh, but his his props are still up at at Caesars, so clearly it's not it's not uh, that big a concern. How do you feel about this game as a whole? I, I mentioned the line is six and a half. It was three and a half. When the news about Devontae Adams hit, I've been told uh, reliably that there were, well, I, actually, I've been told, I've heard third hand reliably. You, know, you got to trust the source. That's a Brinson source right there. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bit of a, a mixed bag, right? Or juxtaposition. Um, that when the Cardinals were minus three and a half, there were sh- several sharp groups, like syndicates or whatever it was, people, people with money who wanted were planning to bet on the Cardinals anyway and were probably hoping to get it at three. Uh, and then when the Devontae Adams news happened, they pounced on the Cardinals at minus three and a half or minus four. And so the culmination of Adams, Adams being likely out and that rush of money on Arizona probably pushed the line a little bit further out than it necessarily would like what I'm trying to say is that I don't think Devonte Adams is worth three points to the spread. Right, right, and I think that that's true. You know, uh, it's not a quarterback. Quarterbacks make that type of line movement. It's right. not so much wide receivers as talented as Devonte Adams is. There's no debating that. But we're when we're talking about that position, it's just not something that should move the needle as much as it to the naked eye did in that in that game. And like you said, you kind of illustrated why that might have been the case. I still like the Cardinals in this one. I you know. Right now, you're looking at it under a touchdown when you talk when you factor in the extra point. I like that from from a from a Cardinals standpoint. If it gets any higher than that, I, I'd probably have to lean a little bit more towards the Packers. But if you can still get this under under seven, I'm still very comfortable going with the Cardinals here. They, they, this is a, these are two teams that have been very good against the spread this season. I believe they've only had one uh, ATS loss apiece going into this game. So to me. I have no problem uh, going with the Arizona Cardinals. I just think that the more well-rounded team, healthy, obviously, and and from a Packers standpoint, I just don't know what the receiving core is going to look like for Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I mean, we talk about Devontae Adams and how talented he is. It's not only that, but Aaron Rodgers almost exclusively looks at it looks his way. We're talking about, you know, I, I think probably at this point the most targeted wide receiver in the NFL. I don't know if the numbers in front of me, but wouldn't shock me if he's number one or certainly inside the top five and the offense runs through him when Aaron Rodgers wants to move the ball down the field and when the going gets tough right now we don't necessarily know who that's going to be uh, Alan Lazard was the second most targeted wide receiver on the roster he's not going to be playing in this game and like you said we don't know the status of MBS probably going to play but then you're looking at somebody like him virtual you know unknown as a wide receiver number one or St. Brown or Amari Rogers. It's just, it's, it's not a, uh, it's not a murderer's row at the receiving position. So to me, <laughs> no, I, no. I would, I would much rather take the Cardinals passing attack than I would, uh, than I would the Packers. And I like the here's, Cardinals defense better. Here's something kind of interesting um, in, and I'm, I'm, I'm using statmuse.com for this. Uh, it's basically Aaron Rodgers game log without Devonte Adams. Okay. 
Um, and I'm going to only look, I mean, this is not me trying to cherry pick, but uh, I'm going to look at the six games since two. So there's, there's seven games since 2018, but in one of them against Detroit in 2008 or 1230, 2018 week, which is just week 17. Um, Rogers only attempted three or five passes. In other words, Devontae was Devontae was held out, and they were like, "All right, Aaron, go throw five passes, and then you're done for the day." Because uh, they had clinched a spot, presumably. Um, yep. I, I don't exactly remember what it was, but um, six games, and, and the other three from 2015. Adams, uh, I, I don't think it's fair to really look at how Adams would impact Rogers' performance because they would have had uh, Jordy Nelson and you know other wide receivers. But I think if we look at just 2019 and 2020, uh, that's actually relevant right yeah for sure yeah. uh so six games um oddly enough all five of them in october and one in late september so i guess this is just i can spooky uh, season for adams right well he missed a bunch of time and he missed a bunch of time in yeah seriously <laughs> he missed a bunch of time in 2019 missed three games with an injury and then last year i think he missed two games with an injury uh rogers in those six games has accumulated 17 touchdowns and one interception. That's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Uh, he has completed uh, 64.7, 61.5, 80.6, 69.7, 65.6, 81.8% of his passes, respectively, uh, starting from the last game moving forward. And then his yardage totals, uh, 238, 283, 429, 305, 283, 327. In other words, I, what I, I guess what I'm getting at is that Aaron Rodgers has been pretty good without Devontae Adams over the last two years, which is really surprising because his target, the target percentage that Devontae Adams takes up in these Packer games is kind of stunning. And so I remember that, that he had that monster game against Oakland in 2019. No Adams there. 25 or 31, 429, five touchdowns, no picks. Um, these, most of these matchups, uh, Dallas, Detroit, Oakland, KC, New Orleans, and Atlanta don't exactly reek of of great defenses, though. Right, um, and that's going to be my only pushback on that. We're going yeah. into this game. I believe Arizona is number two in the NFL in DVOA, only looking up to the Buffalo Bills. So it, it's still going to be tough. That sledding, is correct. Right? It's, so it, that's just the you know it's it, you have to factor that in. Obviously, you know the the opponent, the situation, short week. They've also been in in heightened uh, COVID protocols this week, so they've had like virtual meetings. They've been in, in you know wearing masks and all that kind of stuff. So you you're not going through your normal game week that you would be going through. You know if you if you didn't have this scare. So to yeah. me, and they're not going to have their defensive coordinator in this game too. I believe he's not traveling. You know, very similar to Adams. So. You know, it's just another factor there as to why I'm leaning towards the Cardinals, especially when you're again you're still under seven and seven points at home. I, I just I like that from a from a you know really from all, all across the board there for the Cardinals. And the other thing I do like in terms of the total is the under. I just think the under is probably going to hit here as well. You you wouldn't think it. You would think that the the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals would be you know these high octane offenses, and you're just like okay, they're blowing doors. The overs hit all the time. Not really the case. I mean, the under for Green Bay this season is five and two, and the under for Arizona is above five hundred at four and three. I mean, I feel like that's somewhat surprising. Yeah, it, I think it's I think it's very surprising. It, you look at this game and you think, oh, this is a shootout. This is a scoring fest. Uh, these teams are going to go nuts. But I, it, Green Bay, is one of the slowest teams in terms of pace. Uh, it, in fact, they may be the slowest team in the NFL in terms of pace. I think I saw that from uh, Dwayne McFarland uh, of of PFF earlier today. So. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I like the under. I think the under is a good play, but especially because without Devontae Adams, I do believe that the Packers will attempt to run the football pretty aggressively or to use the short passing game with, with Aaron Jones. And it's sort of, you know, I mean, this, you know, like the, the, they know their defense isn't that great. You know, they don't have their best skill guy in Adams. And so I would anticipate that they try and sort of melt some clock and, and don't want the Cardinals just to be moving the ball. Kyler Murray to have the ball the whole time. So I like the under as well. I'll take green Bay here. Okay. You know, and Lord knows I, you know, my, nobody wants to ride my picks. I'm like 25 games under 500. So it's insane. Uh, like Pete, like Jamie, Pete Briscoe has been making fun of me to the point that like Jamie Eisenberg, was like sort of kind about it on this text thread. Oh, that's not. He's, he's, <laughs> like, he's like, Will's turning around. Don't worry about it. It's like, oh, God, this really has gotten bad, huh? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like I'll turn it around. But the point being is, you know, like, just because I love Green Bay doesn't mean that anybody should be riding me. If anything, you may want to jump on the uh, the Sully train. And well, uh, well, I'll tell you, Green Bay, I do a picks post every week. Too. Green Bay is not in my locks of the week. But if they were, you would like them. My locks of the week this year, I do five of them. Uh-huh. I've been pretty hot. Pretty really? hot. Uh, 23, 8, and 4. Woo! Look at so you. We've been doing all right over there. Uh, I say that only knowing that I'm jinxing myself to go 0 for 5 this week. Okay, so now I'm assuming that in your locks of the week with those five picks that you have not been playing them on the, in this. Like you're not in the super contest or the Circa Million. No, 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 no. I'm just having well, because, fun at home. Well, let's see. So the Circa, Circa standings. So you said you how many five a week and you're what five a week and after week seven twenty three eight and four mm. my 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 you are the leader of the circa millions Hannibal Barca at twenty nine and six Ooh, all right you would be you would yeah you would be feeling you'd be feeling you would be sweating some cash right now if you uh if you had um if you had so twenty three would put you. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking at the standings right here. You said you got a, and a tie too, right? Yeah, four ties. Yeah, you would be in the uh, you'd be tied. You'd be uh, tied at 165th overall in the Circa Millions contest. Don't which, hate it. Yeah, I, I did this. Um, I did this one year where I was like, I'm gonna. I was like, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not in the Super Contest, but I'm gonna do five picks a week and just like the Super Contest and yep. smoked it, and then was in the Super Contest the next year and was miserable. So, so you know, you know that's the path I'm I'm destined to go down next yeah, yeah, year. You're obviously, you're not going obviously to gonna have to enter the Super Contest after you like <laughs> like it's like, having, it's like having it's like having the the lineup at DFS that would have won a million dollars, but you put it in the wrong contest. Yep, and and yep. it's it's all you can think about for the rest of your life, unfortunately. Um, I'm just kidding. So anyway, all right. So uh, that so you like the cards. We both like the under. I'm on the Packers. I'll just take the points with Aaron Rodgers. If you're giving me six and a half points with Aaron Rodgers, I'm I'm taking it. Um, let's uh, let's take a break. When we come back, props. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance. Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. 
At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So Caesars, I think Sully kind of swapped up their prop setup on us. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that might have been. Is that uh, just this game, or is that all? I I mean, right. So the layout on the website is different for those who are wondering what what's going on. I think that's because they're completely kind of screwing around with Devonte Adams, and they don't want to. You know, they want to. I, I don't think that they can do it the same way that they normally do, where you can have this whole section of Packers, you know, Packers receiving yeah, yeah, yeah. receiving so, yeah. yards and receptions. I think that they just kind of went down a list because there's so few players that you can actually place a bet on. Yeah, because it's, it's a little confusing yeah. though. I was I was thrown for a loop. I was I was looking through. I was like, "What is going on here?" I'm not finding I'm not finding all the guys that I normally see on here. Uh, well, uh, fired up. What uh, what are your what, what's a what's a prop that you're eyeing in this game? So I'm looking at both Aaron Jones props to me overs on rushing and receiving yards. The receiving yards already went up. It was I saw it re- earlier. It was like thirty and a half. Now it's thirty three and a half. Mm. But you know, so, so to me, I still like it either way. I, I just think that again, the offense is going to start to flow through him a little bit more. He almost had like six carries last week, so it's not like he had is coming off a ton of work. Huge in the passing game, only going to get more. And again, sixty to me, the Cardinals they're they, they're a good defense, but to me, I still think he should get over that hurdle there, especially when you talk about no Devontae Adams. He's you know outside of Aaron Rodgers, their most talented player on that side of the ball at the skill position. So to me. I just think that if they they look to him a little bit more than usual, uh, that wouldn't wasn't on there when I was putting my when I was grabbing my picks. And so, but I would agree with you. Yeah, really? Wow, so they might have taken it off. No, 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 it's on there now. It's the receiving yards. I like the I love the receiving yards over thirty three and a half. Um, Air, you know Arizona's got some good some really good defenders and some good linebackers. But I are you good luck on stopping Aaron Jones. They use him on wheel routes all the time. You know they'll they'll they get him they get him in a position to. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to have it on there, producer Chris, but I will, um, you know, well, for, for the record, I love the Aaron Jones over receiving yards as well. Um, they're just going to, when, when Devonte Adams is out, they're going to, like you said, the offense is going to go through Aaron Jones. Uh, you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers will, they will design plays to get him the ball in space in the receiving game because he is so lethal. They use him all the time in the red zone like that. Uh, a single wheel route could get the over on, on this, on this, uh, on this, on this prop immediately. I, I guess I mean the, the the total rushing and receiving combined is ninety seven and a half, which is four more than the separate uh, totals. I I I'm, I'm sure there's something, um, and actually the the rushing yards has gone down to fifty nine and a half, and the under is minus one thirty. I'll actually I would stay. I would I don't know if I love the rushing yards myself, just okay. because I think I'd rather go total combined yards. Or just That's probably your safest bet. Again, if I like both of them, then sure, go that way, that route too. Well, I mean, but you're getting, you're getting. A, I just think there's a chance he gets 60 receiving yards. Yeah. Um, and then maybe has 30 rushing yards, and so th- that's I would rather, I would rather go with the over in the receiving yards or the um, or or just the go with the combined if you because I think the, I think the receiving will make up the bulk of it. I I do like the over on Chase Edmonds rushing yards. However, explosive player still had, he's the running back version of Jacoby Myers hasn't scored a touchdown this year. Although Myers didn't even have one in his career, right? And um, Jacoby Myers' last touchdown catch was against East Carolina, which is crazy. Um, uh, Edmonds, I think, will get enough carries here that he can pop that. And and certainly, they don't really like to use uh, James Conner as much between the 20s. They kind of save him for for goal line work and, and view him that way. And so I will take the over on uh, Chase Edmonds. I also have the over, and I, I don't mention, again, don't bet this you know, right away. Uh, the Hopkins over 63 and a half 
uh, receiving yards were we to, you know, make sure he's active, make sure he's good to go. If you get a full practice designation, you know, on Wednesday, or if we see that on Wednesday, if you, if you saw that on Wednesday or even a limited practice, it's probably fine. But you want to make sure uh, Hopkins good to go before you pull the trigger on that. And uh, you actually like the under on Kyler Murray's passing yards. Yeah, to me, you know, it's you again, you would think that that's surprising, but 276 and a half is a pretty high number for him. He's gone under it in four straight games going into in, going into Thursday night, and he's just had efficient games where he hasn't had to light it up through the air. Again, he could still throw for 270 yards and have a, you know, five touchdowns and have a great game. To me, I just don't know if I see him needing to throw for you know this much i don't know i think more more you could see this being uh you know get out early and then all of a sudden you're kind of managing the game from that point because i do think that this is going to be a cardinals kind of win here so it's me i just don't know if they're going to need him to throw almost 300 yards 280 for him to actually get there yeah if you think the cardinals are going to cover by a touchdown there's a very good chance of edmonds oh i mean yeah edmonds over rushing yards and murray under passing yards the also right. the you know same deal with like J james connor that's 47 and a half is a lot for him big number but and again i this is one i like i like it a plus money obviously too but he's gone over it uh where is it gone over it in back-to-back -back games he's had uh, six games with 10 plus carries in green yep. bay they're 23rd in the nfl yep. in run dvoa so it's it's not like he's going up against a brick wall or anything like that so again if you're like like how you're kind of illustrating right there if you think how I am and it, you think it's going to be an Arizona win over a touchdown, Connor and Edmonds are going to get touches in the second half. They're going to see a lot of work and they're going to get a lot of work against the run defense. That isn't that good. So you'd think, all right, they're going to probably pile up some yards here. Yeah. Um, we saw Connor. The other thing too, is that Connor has really, God, Arizona had had, they've had one, like two close games this year. Really? That's pretty wild. They've just been beaten crap out of everybody we haven't seen that's that's where this is kind of interesting you know we talk about the under hitting if if this game is not close it is definitely going under because just how arizona sort of wears on you and then you know, we see these games where aaron Rodgers checks out and you know doesn't really care you know like the saints game he just checks he does this once or twice a year so it feels like um but if we haven't seen the cardinals on like the cardinals offense unlock in a like in a big score fest except for that minnesota game really and yeah. that would be the one concern i would have as you look at that minnesota game where connor played 39 percent of the snaps eight carries 26 rushing yards if if this turns into a shootout and you know we always talk about game script if this were to be a shootout then i would be a little worried about connor uh over rushing yards just because there's a you know there's a chance that he, he you know he's on the field if, like if, if they're playing from behind is you know it's 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 it's, tough, it's yeah exactly uh so that's just one thing to think about um i took the under on kyler murray rush yards which feels like a pretty dangerous <laughs> prop to get in front of when you know when you look at it but his rushing this season is way down it's 28 and a half rush yards i feel like last year you would see uh kyler murray props at like 65 rushing yards because he was running all the time he has rushed for 20, 31, 19, 39, 1, 6, and 10 yards in his uh, seven games this season. The last three games, and I think that's really sort of the um, the stretch where his shoulder's been bugging him a little bit, seven, seven, and six attempts, 17 total yards. And we saw this when he got a little banged up last year. 
he seemed less inclined to run as well. So that number feels a little bit high to me, 28 and a half. I mean, actually a lot bit high. I mean, he hadn't, you know, he's only only topped it twice. It hadn't been remote, hadn't topped it in the last three games combined. So I'll go under on Kyler Murray rush yards, and I will also go over on big Bob Tanyan receiving yards at 35 and a half. I think something I had one prop that moved on me. I felt like as I was as I was filling out my my freaking thing. Was it uh maybe it's Edmonds over rush yards? Maybe move. Let's see, Tanyan. Um Tanya to me is a guy that could, yeah, it's 35 and a half. Maybe it was 34 and a half. Um, Tanya to me is a guy that feels like he could sort of be a bit of an X factor where he gets way, much more involved in the passing game really for the first time. Um, all I think all season he hadn't, he's just hadn't been, uh, the, the sort of receiving weapon for Rogers. I think a lot of people thought he would be this year, only two games above 50 yards all season long, but one of them was last week at Washington, four catches, 63 yards and a touchdown. So Rogers more comfortable with him. No Devonte Adams to soak up the targets. They'll flow through Aaron Jones, but with Aaron Jones moving out and about and, and, and being a problem for linebackers and coverage uh, that could, that could open things up for Tanya to, uh, to maybe catch a long one down the seam. So I'll take Tanya over here. Yeah, not even that, too. Again, when we get more into the DFS section, too, you could talk about Tanya as somebody who is going to be very much featured in the red zone. I mean, Adams has been that guy for Aaron Rodgers, but now Tanya is is somebody, again, a big body that Aaron Rodgers trusts, caught a touchdown last week. Someone that could you know, have a multi-touchdown game but wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if, if all of a sudden Rodgers goes berserk. Absolutely. Um, okay, uh, first touchdown scores. I mentioned I had Bob Tanya on there as well. 13. Sorry, you, you, sorry, you go. I had Tanya there 13 to one. Uh, we both had, well, you have Marcus Valdez Scantling. We both have Aaron Rodgers at 30 to one or 27 to one. Excuse me. He might have been 31. It came down. Actually, it was definitely 30 to one earlier yeah. today. And yeah, then it, it, it moved. Yeah, it was Aaron Rodgers was 30 to one and AJ Dillon was 20 to one. And I really liked that one. It came down to 18 to one. I mean, you know, whatever. yeah, I still like Dillon though. Like they could absolutely use him in the uh, in the red zone. And I, I do. added Kyler at nine to one. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a pretty fair price. They use him, they run him and the, they'll they will boot him in the red zone all day long and are not worried about doing that at all. Uh it has been since we he scored a rushing touchdown in his first three games of the season and hasn't scored one since. Uh Maybe they're a little. Maybe maybe the play calling has changed a little bit. But I don't know. Nine to one, it feels like a pretty good price for Kyler, given his ability down there in the red zone. Uh, Chase Edmonds attacked on it, um, thirteen to one, starting running back for the team favored by six and a half points. They don't use him very much in the red zone, but he's thirteen to one. So if he he breaks one, you could see it happen. Like I said, they use Connor all the time down there. And then I had a Equinomia St. Brown at thirty to one too. That would and obviously Sully's Marcus Valdez Scantling at twelve to one obviously depend entirely on whether Valdez Scantling is activated for this game. I would probably take EQSB off if MVS was active. Yeah, exactly. Just pay attention to see what's going on there. I'm sure we will hear about it relatively quickly. Again, the Packers are traveling, so you'll just know who, like we knew with Adams, like, oh, no, MVS didn't make the trip. You'll get those reports and all that. So you'll know pretty pretty efficiently when whether or not he'll be ready to go in this game so yeah just keep an eye out on that but to me dylan's my favorite rogers again you know whether it's 30 to 1 uh you know 27 to 1 either way i really like that one if you're talking about uh if you're talking about arizona again kyler at 9 to 1 that is that is great odds there i, I know that james connor has kind of taken over that role i don't like his value uh, i forget what it was i think it was like plus 575 or, or something like that it wasn't anything particularly great and so to me, Kyler or Edmonds are the ones for Arizona to me that make the most sense. I dig it. All right. 
That and by is... the way, we hit last week on DK Metcalf. By the way, we got or on Monday. We hit yeah. on Monday with DK Metcalf. Yeah, five, on that Saints in, five that Saints and six. Uh, uh, click that. Uh, let's see what we had on. Uh, see what we had on Monday. I meant to review that before. My bad. It's um, okay. I mean, you know, I, I know we hit that one. I'm sure we hit none of the first, other ones. You click on the Saints and Seahawks. Sorry. Hey, you know what? We'll look at it. Oh, there you go. Good job. Um, I think Gina, Jamie. I, mean, uh, I don't know if the I mean, Kamara, the I, Kamara hit over. Oh, Kamara hit big. Kamara, Kamara hit. I'm not sure. Kamara receiving hit? guards got there. That's for sure. Um, I don't think Lockett got there. Nope. I think we got there with Jameis, right? Yeah, got there with Jameis. Got there with Jameis. Kamara rush attempts got there, I believe, as well. Under rush attempts, I'll double check. That. Yeah, that was he was flirting with that, but I think it was under. I think he's honestly, I think he was at like twenty. It might have been twenty or or, or twenty two. Um, and Penny didn't get as much run as I thought he might. But yeah, I mean, I think we did pretty well on that. And then uh, scroll down. Can we see that first? Do we just to confirm we did? I don't think I had it. I think you had it, right? I had DK. Yeah, you had DK, and I I refused to bet those numbers and <laughs> lied and bet a bunch of losers anyway. DK Metcalf nine to one. Nice job, Sully. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Not up nine. Well, like twelve units in that game. Suck it, anyone who says we didn't hit on anything. Um, <laughs> all right, that's sorry. Probably shouldn't yell suck it as we exit the uh, exit the podcast. That is the gambling show for Thursday night football between the Arizona Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers. If you want to hear our take on DFS for this game, go to youtube.com slash pick six. It's only on it's a YouTube exclusive. We do the audio here, and then we'll bring up the the, the DraftKings show or the DraftKings page, and we'll uh, we'll break it down and give you a possible million dollar winner. All right, so I'll talk to you guys later.